Do you ever wish you could get more from a podcast? Well, you can with BuzzFeed Daily, hosted by me, Casey Rackham. And me, Zach Saffert. On our show, we've got more pop culture and more of what's blowing up your timeline. Every weekday evening, we're giving you more of what you need to enjoy your day. Listen to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Michael Garfield is your high-tech Texan, helping you make magic with your gadgets for over two decades. Now, the high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. Oh, what a week it was. Virtual CES. My goodness, we have two hours, and I hope you strap it in, and I'm ready to answer the phone calls. Daryl is here on the other side of the glass, because after four or five days of sitting in front of my computer screen on Zoom calls, reading press release after press release, trying to decipher and decide if this product is good and what is crap, is it vaporware, is it ever going to hit the market, I have to decide without touching and seeing and feeling products for the first time because no Vegas this year for us. That's right, for the first time in 20 years. 20, man! was not in Vegas this first week of January. I was just sitting here in the suburbs of H-Town, really trying to replicate my body a la vision, maybe putting myself in another, another dimension to really pretend I'm walking up and down the aisles of the Las Vegas Convention Center, maybe the Sands Expo, to see what's going on. At the end of the day, I saw a lot of stuff, man. I saw smart mask, air purifiers, a lot of pandemic gear. High-tech things for your home, smart doorbells that you don't even have to touch. They check your temperature. I saw some new cars, really cool new trucks, SUVs. They're getting way bigger screens and dashboards. Gaming laptops are hot. Certainly, they're not what they used to be. It's a good thing. Brand new phones. What's up, Samsung? I'm coming to you. One, two, three, four new phones that I got to learn about. Actually, I got to play with one of the few demo things that Samsung sent me. Some new earbuds. Headphones are out there, too. Some of the winners, a lot of the losers in a really weird wrap-up of CES. We're going to be doing this over the next two hours, and I've got your calls in 713-212-5950. Now, I went on social media earlier this morning to tease some of the things, and some pictures, actually, of uh, the products that were introduced and launched, or maybe you'll never come into market. Some of them are pretty cool. Some of them actually are pretty sexy, uh, which is why you should follow me um, on all my social media channels. Certainly, if you're not on the old Facebook, search for Michael Garfield. But uh, Instagram, continue to get up there. Here's a hint in 2021. If you're not following me on Instagram, you ain't going to be eligible to win a lot of gear. Because a lot of the things, a lot of the companies I'm meeting, they want me to give stuff away. Yeah, I'll be doing it on the radio here. Got to gotta be tried and true to what started and kicked my you know entire career off for the past 20 years. But it's also high tech. Go Garth Bell. Uh, just look for Michael Garfield. Same thing on Instagram. Follow, 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 and comment. And uh, some, I don't know, you may end up with a brand new car. Who, who, who the heck knows? Also, later this hour, uh, my review of WandaVision. 
I had no really, I really had no idea that I was even to watch this thing. It's if you have Disney Plus, it's the new uh, Marvel Avengers, really weird spinoff. First two episodes were released last night. I had nothing to do laying in bed till about eleven o'clock last night, so I decided to watch two episodes. I got my thoughts. That's coming up about eleven forty nine a.m. Central Time. I don't know if you're going to want to hear this thing. There will be some spoiler alerts, but other than that, let's roll. What do you got for me, man? Because we're gonna gotta go to CES. And we'll start with this real simple. It's real simple. And the grand social experiment, the first ever online only CES, it was different. I miss being able to wander, wander around the city of Vegas. As I said, the expo center, the convention center, the hotels, the meetings with 101 of all these companies, not only big ones, but also the small ones. The up-and-coming startups. I like touching and seeing things and listening to their backstories. It's very tough to navigate things online for an expo. You know, we're wondering how we manage in a world where we can't really travel or certainly gather in big, big, you know, big gatherings and groups. CES, to be sure, the world's largest trade show, year in and year out, 180,000 people from all over the world world, not just the U.S. They travel. And I understand why CES is, you know what? No, we're not going to have an in-person show this time for the first time ever, but we're going to try to duplicate it. Listen, I'm going to give the Consumer Technology Association, and that's the organization who runs CES, I'll give them a little credit for at least not saying, screw it, we're not going to do anything. They did make a yeoman effort of trying to do things online where media could register and you can, you know, click here and, and watch the press conferences. I'm as, obviously, as a media registration, a register, I, I, I'm inundated, probably no less than 40, 50, 60 emails a day, press releases. But the thing is, though, it's missing it. It's tactical feeling. And for all those people wondering, will we ever go back to going to expos and conferences and one-on-one -on -one meetings because we're so used to Zoom? I think where the resounding answer is yes. As much as I pimp or promote technology, and it's neat that we'll be able to sit in our pajamas, at least, you know, off camera, and being able to see somebody, I think it's neat. It brings it into our homes. But there's nothing still like replicating the one-on-one -on -one feel that we can get by meeting and by, and by holding products and, and, and signing papers and, and things in person. It was not the same. The only thing, there's one or two instances where I think the, the companies made a great effort to replicate the, um, the opportunity of being there but not being there. The winner, the winner of CES, in my opinion, was John Deere. Hold, don't laugh. Yes, John Deere, the tractor company. What John Deere did, they spent money. And it was the only time that I actually sensed that this actually is better than being there. Real quickly, I know we got about a minute, but listen to what they did. As I told the story last week, but I actually went through the presentation. Hang on with me here. Give me about 90 seconds if you could, my friend, Daryl. What they did is they sent the media, very select media, and I was one of them, very fortunate, a big box. It was a kit. They spent a lot of money. And it was talking about John Deere and how their high-tech tractors have built-in GPS and everything is automated for farmers who do not need to spend all of their time sowing and reaping and planting seeds because things are automated. Now, listen, I really don't cover the farming industry, but certainly from a tech aspect, yeah, I do. 
what they did is they sent everybody a pair of Oculus VR goggles. That's right. It's the Oculus. You put these things on your head. You look a little, you know, geeky. But other than that, it pretends that you are in a 3D or an actually virtual world. What I did is I got on a Zoom call with the John Deere rep who was standing at John Deere headquarters just outside of Chicago. And he walked me through for 45 minutes of me wearing these goggles, but I'm actually physically it seems sitting in a John Deere tractor, looking up, looking down, touching buttons and, and making things work. As I looked up, I could see the blue sky. As I looked down, I could see the beautiful grass of an Iowa farm field. I was touching buttons. Point is, he had my undivided attention for 45 minutes. No one, no company has ever had my attention for more than five minutes on a busy, crowded show floor where I know I was, had a you know, time limit, but I have to go from place to place to place. It was amazing the way they do this. It cost them hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, if maybe not at a million dollars or so. But the fact is, I know now more about John Deere, what they offer by planting seeds. Am I going to buy one of these $600,000 tractors? No, but actually I can now understand the experience. But the experience I took away with is this could be the future of virtual, real meet, actually one-on-one -on -one meetings in person. Kudos to the folks at John Deere for spending a lot of money, but actually thinking this and putting media in an opportunity to understand of being on a show floor while being remotely. Take a look at some of the pictures that I took of me in this experience on my Twitter at High Tech Techs and on the Facebook and also on Instagram at GoGarfGo. All right, when we come back, I like that music. I can hear that there. It's really cool stuff. When we come back, I'm going to give you some of the other ones that, you know what, you may not, do you want to spend $18,000 on a bathtub? A high-tech toilet, you're not going to believe what it does. And also, man, pandemic products were everywhere. Smart. What is a smart mask? I will tell you that coming back. Michael Garfield here. It's the High Tech Texan Show. Happy Saturday. Michael Garfield is the High Tech Texan, helping you with all your high-tech needs on KPRC 950. Jeffrey Stern and all the boys of the West Wing. I got a really nice letter. You don't get a lot of handwritten letters lately in this uh, high-tech world. 
Great to hear from you, Jeffrey. Uh, Jeffrey, a longtime listener, uh, tunes in every week. Uh, he gave me the play-by-play of my show last week about uh, my reviews of uh, cars, the Dodge Charger, uh, and also a lot of my, uh, my partners of the show. Uh, real quick uh, message for you, Jeffrey. Uh, message has been delivered. Uh, the good folks at uh, Pasadena Insurance Agency uh, will be working uh, with uh, your wife and fam to uh, make sure that uh, everything is uh, shored up. Uh, we do thank you for that, and uh, hope all is well. Hang in there, my man. Uh, it is all going to be good, and uh, hope to see you soon. With that, we do continue the uh, long-running high-tech Texan show, celebrating 20 years. I actually just created a 20-year logo of the high-tech Texan. I need to uh, pop that on my, uh, my website. But uh, in honor to uh, sit here and uh, waste two hours of your time, uh, we do appreciate uh, the great partnership. Uh, thank you for uh, iHeartMedia, KPRC, from uh, Eddie Martini. What are you thinking, man? Keeping me on the air 20 years, all right? Hang in there. I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> Mark Sherman, Brian Erickson, and Justin King, and uh, all the great folks. Uh, we continue to run uh, through CES. Uh, about, about, about a lot of the, the things that were released, the very expensive TV, the TVs, the air purifiers, the cars and trucks, the laptops too, gaming laptops, they're really coming into their own. And, and, and I'm going to go through that here before the end of the show. Uh, some people have asked, and I'm going to have a, an, a guest next segment too. When you buy a product, uh, high-end TV, smart home systems, should you get an extended warranty? Or are they insured under your homeowner's policy? That, that's a good question that I can't answer. But as products run our home, I mean, what happens if somebody hacks into them? Is there a cybersecurity insurance? And I'm being totally serious. Uh, next submit. Next segment, we are actually going to have uh, Frank Karkowski from Pasadena Insurance Agency. I want to ask him those questions uh, because at the beginning of the year, this is a very smart time to go over all of your insurance, your cars, but your home policy too. And don't forget in the Houston area, uh, flood insurance, <laughs> flood insurance, which I need to check if I had. So that's about, uh, we got about 10 minutes away from that. Uh, the pandemic was a big thing at CES. It's been 10 months and companies have quickly come out with with totally new products of what can make it, get us through these high, you know, this, this area, um, this, this world we're living in. And as things are, the end is not, I can't, I don't think it's see the end of the tunnel. We can sniff it. Can we see it? But the COVID-19 pandemic has touched every part of our lives. And the plans for CES 21, 2021 were really no different. The gadget makers pulled out everything from smart masks to wearable air purifiers to so many devices aimed at making the air and water cleaner. How can you make a mask high tech? How many masks do they have? The over-under of the number of masks that I have right now in my closet or my car easily has to be 60 or 70. I've ha- I have more masks than I've ever had neckties in my life. And yes, they're different colors so I can match my outfit. I know, that's me. There's one right now that's called the AirPop Active Plus. Just released. It's a smart mask. Get this, it features a sensor that the creator's claim measures the user's breathing data and the air quality of their surroundings. And the sensor in the mask works together with a smartphone app to track breathing data and all the pollutants blocked by the mask filter. 
not out yet, and it's only going to be 150 bones. $150 for a mask. Would you buy a $150 mask? Um, it better be serving me a lot of good bourbon if it does. One that was really intriguing for me, and I did have a Zoom conversation with the founder and owner of this company, is called Mask Phone. Now, this one is intriguing. It's M-A-S-K-F-O-N-E, and you can look at it at the website, maskphone.com. It takes it a step further because it doubles down as a mask and a hands-free headset of sorts. Now, it has an N95 filter in there, but get this. The mask comes with built-in wireless earbuds and a microphone. So when you wear the thing, users can take calls hands-free while wearing the mask. There's hidden controls on the mask to adjust the volume or play music. And it's going to be available at places like Target and Amazon next month in February for 50 bones. I like that idea. I'm going to tell you why. You're out and about. You're wearing your mask. And a call comes in. And sometimes you put it up to your mask, and this is what you sound like. You're saying, you're saying like this. Hey, can't hear you. Can you hear me? My mask is on. And then you take your mask off, but all of a sudden your mouth's exposed and somebody else you. You put your mask back up. There's a microphone inside the mask. Love the concept. I will test it. I will let you know how it works. It's washable. You take the filter. I know. Question. How do you wash it? You take the filters out. There's replaceable filters. You don't wash the mask itself because then the electronics will get there. Okay. So you see what companies are doing. LG, electronic giant LG, they're working on what's called a PuraCare wearable air purifier. Two filters, allegedly capturing 99.95 of viruses and bacteria and allergens from entering your respiratory system. This one comes with a rechargeable battery. Two to eight hours of wear. Also has two fans to help the user's breathing. Now this one more is, this looks like a virtual reality headset that you wear over your face, on your nose and mouth. Very intense. There's no, no date and there's no price on it. Again, could one of these concepts, but it looks cool. One that looks sexy is from a video game company. It's called Razer. You or your kids may have heard about this company, R-A-Z-E-R. -E and it's developing its own smart mask. It's a clear mask, N95, respirator protection, but it lets people see your face. And there's some internal lights that illuminate when it's dark, just like a video gaming system. If you look at a PlayStation 5 or something, you know, lights light up and everything. There's a voice amplifier that lets others hear you and an exterior lights for a little flare. And it can change to 16 million colors. It's a concept, but it looks neat. No price and no date on that one. And then there's products that were released at CES for your air and water cleaner. Uh, Pure, there's something called PuraCare Mini, M-I-N-I. -I. It's a portable air filter. It's got a rechargeable battery and filters. So it kills the viruses and allergens and the bacteria. PureCare says it can clean 50% of the air inside of a car within 10 minutes. Beyond LG, there's a lot of other stuff. Clean Air Zone, Office Gadgets too. There's mobile computing. There's also robots. Too. I haven't even gotten talking to the robots. UVC lights were big. You know, UVC lights, they can disinfect a lot of things. I'm looking at something right now from a company called iHome. They sent me a, an alarm clock. The top of the alarm clock kind of pops open like a secret box. You could put a phone, or you could put glasses and keys in there, and it's got a UVC light. That's actually on sale at Bed Bath & Beyond right now. A lot of things to yap about, but coming up next, insurance. You ever thought about your insurance yet? What happens if a power outage comes in and zaps everything? What happens if somebody breaks in 
or hacks into your home system and starts jacking with the lights and the sound. You know that's actually, I think it's, it's covered by insurance. We're going to talk to the folks at Pasadena Insurance Agency after that. Hey, we're here to 1 p.m. Central Time. You can't go anywhere as the High Tech Texan Show continues. Whataburger's new spicy chicken sandwich isn't covered in any fiery sauces or crazy hot toppings. Just cool, fresh-cut veggies and mayo on a new brioche bun to tame the heat. So where then does the spice come from? Well, the all-white meat chicken is marinated and then fried to a tender crisp. So really, this spice comes from within. Good thing there's the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich at Whataburger. Available by dine-in, drive-thru, curbside, and delivery. You've got the high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. The high-tech Texan. On KPRC 950. Welcome you back. Happy Saturday, Michael Garfield, the High Tech Texan Show. Uh, we got some phone lines. I'm actually hearing from you guys right now. A lot of, a lot of questions about what you what you saw online for CES. Uh, I usually take all of January to comment on the things that I saw, the products that you that you thought was sexy, you can't afford. Will they actually be out there? And when you when you get them, what do you do with them? And so uh, we're going to continue about that. I, it something came to mind though. All the products that come, you know, I get questions. Hey, Garf, should I get a warranty? Do I need an extended warranty? But one question I, I don't think people think about is if it's a really big item, you know, a very expensive high-definition TV or, you know, things of that nature. What happens if somebody breaks in? What happens if there is flood? Point is, is it insured? Should you insure it? Or is there insurance specifically for things like that? Well, guess what? You know, I have questions, but I know where to get the answers. And with that, we're going to spend a few minutes talking to one of the new partners here at the High Tech Texan Show, the smart folks, the trusted folks at Pasadena Insurance Agency, starting with the man himself who runs it for all these years, Mr. Frank Karkowski. Frank's joining us here on the hotline for a while. Francois, how are you, my man? Appreciate your time. I'm great. How you doing, Garf? That's fine. What kind of phone are you talking on? And if you tell me a BlackBerry, I'm going to hang up. <laughs> well, I was calling. I, I wanted to know what the uh, latest one at uh, Lace Blackberry over at the Consumer Electronics Show was was advertising. I think the last time you called my show, Blackberries were hot. I'm going to go back about 16 years ago. Sadly, that company is no more, Frank. And uh, I do recommend some Samsung phones because Samsung did announce some some really cool phones that I am uh, about to cover. So thank you for uh, teasing the next segment of the show. Well, listen, I listen. Uh, your your time is valuable. But also, we all have valuables. And let's talk about that. I have a homeowner's. I've long time had a homeowner's policy with Pasadena Insurance Agency. A lot of my listeners do. Um, there's so many different things that you could add. And there's riders and things that I'm not familiar with. Let's talk about this. Talk about equipment. What happens if some equipment breaks down? I, I got, you know, my, my TV doesn't work or I bought a very expensive sound system. Is that covered or is there separate policies? So... If like if a power surge came in and blew out your your expensive TV or blew out your pool equipment or your air conditioning system, those things could be picked up by a uh, equipment breakdown policy or a rider or endorsement to your homeowner's policy. 
on most carriers will uh, will allow you to endorse it. Otherwise, you can buy a standalone. But that would be uh, something that that you might want to check your policy to see if you have uh, for those kinds of things. That's interesting. That's actually smart to do because I mean, pools, they're not cheap to fix air conditioning systems. I know they're so important here, certainly in the Houston area. They're very expensive. Uh, and, you know, coming up in all three or four months, we're going to have to be on top of that. So equipment breakdown insurance. I really wasn't aware of that. But you know what? Thank you. Now I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to have to call you or, or David Steinhardt in your office to actually go through my insurance policy, which really is the point. This is the time of year that I think people really kind of assess, okay, how's, how's this new year you know, setting up? Do I have my will in order? Do I have my business affairs? I think people forget about their insurance. You're getting a lot of calls right now are people saying, hey, listen, all right, let's, can, can I check my policy? Is, this, you know, is, is, is the new year really big time for you guys? You know, ever since this uh, whole COVID thing's been going on, uh, people have a lot more time on their hands. <laughs> yeah. So they've been, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are, have time to read their policies now. Um, you know, they're having trouble going to sleep, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's well, better than surfing YouTube because you'll never get out of that uh, wormhole. Joined by Frank, exactly. Kark Frank Karkowski. He's with Pasadena Insurance uh, Agency. We'll make sure that uh, we uh, give out the, uh, the phone number and uh, website here real quickly. The next one, I talk a lot about cyber issues, cyber attacking, cyber hacks. And, and I've always said this. And listen, you know what's going on in the world right now. You know, I'm not trying to po politicize anything, but... You know, people do. There's a lot of vulnerabilities going on in America, in the world right now. And I think if somebody even tries to even semi shut down and hack into our systems and we don't have Internet connectivity or somebody breaks into our home or our office uh, servers, if you will, in our Wi-Fi systems, there's a lot of information. Is there a type of insurance that that just a regular consumer in your personal line can, can get for maybe cyber, cyber liability, for lack of a better term? Yeah, so um, on the higher valued homes, those carriers will allow you to endorse some uh, cyber liability onto your policy. Uh, you can also get some uh, standalone policies uh, that'll help protect. Um, but I mean, the with all the smart homes and the uh, the automation things that you can do, the control fours, the um, the Crestons, the all the other ones that are out there now, um, you're you're pretty vulnerable if you're if you haven't set up your firewall properly, and because that's a back door to get into the rest of your computers that are connected up to the same network. So if you're if your home automation or your uh, your even your you know when you control your light switches by your phone or your computer. Uh, those, they, they gotta get to the network somehow and they're going through through your, uh, your Wi-Fi. If it's not uh, protected, then that's a back door for the bad guy to get in or for an ex-spouse to uh, play some tricks on you in the middle of the night. You know, it, it uh, Turn up the uh, radio, radio, the TV or radio on full blast uh, two in the morning can cause some problems uh, with your sleep. So uh, those are things uh, that uh, you want to be careful of. I mean, it's not just all your banking records. It might be on your computer uh, or any of your other personal information. Uh, it's things that you 
wouldn't wouldn't even normally think about that are controlled by that Wi-Fi. That you really want to make sure it's tied down. And if for some reason someone hacks in and starts messing with you, uh, you want to have a some way to to pay for the forensics guy to figure out how he got in and how to stop it from happening in the future. Yeah, all good points to think about. And I think people just kind of, you know, they, they just put things in the back of the mind. Oh, well, they think insurance. They think, okay, well, there's home and flood. And, you know, maybe I, you know, if I have some expensive jewelry, I, you know, obviously in car insurance too. But I think people, this is a lesson everybody out there. You need to think about this stuff. Equipment's breaking down. It could be very expensive. The cyber liability too. And so, again, reminder to make sure you do have a firewall and everything shored up. But um, if, you know, you do have a what we call a high dollar or high value home. Certainly want to check into the policy for cyber liability. All good tips by Frank Karkowski, who uh, runs yeah, the, the, the other one uh, is uh, uh, cyberbullying. Cyberbullying, yeah. really? Yeah, uh, you know, I've, I got kids that are high school age. Um, you know, cyberbullying is a, a big deal, and uh, kids can get things. Uh, uh, they can get things posted that sure. they didn't post um, by someone hacking in and, and and doing things to them that they they didn't want done. Right, and there's insurance policy for that, huh? Yeah, you can you can get uh, you can get coverage for that. Um, Did not know that. And to uh, to help you out. How about that? In very, look at that. Now I'm learning something right now. Frank Karkowski, listen, this is good. I'll tell you what, if people want to call in to have you guys review their policies or even talk about some of this stuff, how about a quick phone number? 713-869-6991. 713-869-6991. And I have the website pulled up right here. It's P-A-S-I-N-S, as in Pasadena Insurance, P-A-S-I-N-S.com. Feel free to ask for uh, Frank or Ronnie or David. We got an entire team, but I know you've taken care of uh, me, Mike, homes and cars, the kids' cars and everything for years and years. You are great, my man. And I'll tell you what, if I find a used Blackberry, I'm sending it your way. I appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> What's old is new. But check, your, <laughs> but check your insurance. That's Frank Karkowski, Pasadena Insurance Agency. Uh, it's a good point. Listen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I will tell you about some of the more expensive things I did see at CS. And if you did get them and they're in your home, I do recommend getting them also insured. It's Michael Garfield, the iTech Texan Show. Don't go anywhere. Just like music. This is the High Tech Texan Show on KPRC 950. Again, here's Michael Garfield. That, my friends, is what a real, a real sitcom is supposed to sound like as we come back to the Michael Garfield Show. How are you? Happy Saturday. Reviewing a lot of things all CES. Uh, big shout out to people listening all over the world right now on iHeartRadio. 
Mike Brooks, number one listener in Chicago, tuning in right now. Mike is uh, my age, maybe a smidge older. So here, Mike, you, you remember that uh, theme song? You remember that theme song, man? It, it was the Dick Van Dyke show. Absolutely, hands down, in my and I have to say in my opinion, the greatest, the best sitcom ever made. 1961 through 1966. It was absolutely classic. Carl Reiner, creator, writer, Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore. It was great. If anybody saw the new Disney Plus TV series that debuted last night, WandaVision, what they were trying to do, in my mind, is replicate the good old days of the 1960 sitcoms with a really big homage, I mean, rip-off homage to the Dick Van Dyke Show in episode one and Bewitched in episode two. My quick review of WandaVision. Here's the deal. I'm not the biggest Marvel guy. I, I understand the MCU with Kevin Feige and how the billions, it works, it, it, was, it goes on and on. But man, I have no freaking clue what they were thinking. If you are anyone over 50, like myself, maybe you could understand it. Ain't no one who's living under 50 years old can directly figure out what in the world they were doing. My kids who are 20, 23, 26, if they watch it, and they probably will, they're like, what is this? Why is it in black and white, some of it in color? What is it? They're supposed to be superheroes. Aren't they? I know they were side characters kind of in the MCU, but what are they giving? This is the weirdest show I have seen. Yes, I know. There's a theme. It's only the first two episodes and some underlying Easter eggs. There's something going on, but it did not make sense. For more on this, we're going to go to the phones for the king of MCU, Greg Doxakis. He is the uh, Fort Bend County, which is the Paris of the world. Greg, how are you? Did you watch that crap last night? Uh, shame on you. Actually, I can't hear Greg. Yourself, Michael. Daryl, if you want to what? push him through. Can you hear me now? You there, uh, Greg? I can, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. Still, nope. Little, little technical issues. I cannot hear docs in my ears. Gotcha. I'll tell you what, Docs, we're going to come back to you. We're going to uh, try, try the next uh, the next half, uh, next 10 or 15 minutes. We're going to try to fix that right now. We, I want to hear you, but hear, hear me out. And I know we're going to have a debate over here. I'm trying not to give away any spoilers because if you haven't seen this one division, go ahead and do it. Just, I, I just, wh what were they trying to do, man? I mean, it, it, they're, they're, they're taking the sheen off the greatest memory of my life of growing up and watching Dick Van Dyke hop over the Ottoman. It wasn't funny. It wasn't laugh out loud. Maybe it wasn't supposed to be. But I understand what kids want nowadays. Was it? And here's the thing. Was it supposed to be for kids? Or was it supposed to be for adults who were over 50 years old who did grow up watching these sitcoms of the day? Because I cannot understand kids watching for 30 minutes. What is this, man? It just did absolutely make not sense. More than happy. Listen, if you want to email or try to call, we'll fix the phones here. 713-212-5950. But my goodness. I'm not going to return my Disney Plus because it's, you know, it's, it's, it, there's a lot of other great stuff. But <sighs> where are they going with this thing? I mean, I saw, some, I saw some I Love Lucy in there. Certainly, as I said, Dick Van Dyke and Bewitched. 
And then, I, you know, the, the most interesting thing are the internal commercials. There was, there was a, one commercial that was run halfway through each of them. And I saw some things about Hydra. And I saw some things about Tony Stark and in the Stark Industries. Okay, I got you. That actually was the coolest Easter egg or wink or not. But it, 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 you, have a, you have a talent show. It's, it, nothing was funny about the whole thing. I'm sorry about that. 713-212-5950. No clue what was really happening. I need to talk to Kevin Flagg right now. I need, I need, I just, let me just make my own show. Garf Vision. I could do a great Dick Van Dyke, and I really would fall over the ottoman instead of visioning myself through a chair. Get, get out of here. Just ain't, ain't happen. Look at me, reaming products. I don't ream a lot of things. I'm, I'm, I generally like stuff. Just, and, no, and, and I'm not the get off my lawn guy. Stop with the emails. <laughs> All right, what other... Let me give you. We have a three minutes. Let's do one more CESE type of thing. Uh, more products that we actually saw out there. Uh, cars, cars and trucks, man. New cars, new trucks, SUVs. Screens are getting bigger and, and whatever. Yes, Cadillac announced they're going to have a flying car. Take it with a grain of salt, man. I've. Do you know how many flying quadcopters and flying Uber taxis that I have seen concept in Vegas over the years? They, they ain't. Am I going to say it's not coming in my lifetime? It depends how long I plan to live. With what's going on with the pandemic, I ain't probably going to see it. But Cadillac thinks it's going to have actually a flying car. Now, one of the concepts that actually is real, Mercedes-Benz, they got a lot of love. They got something called the hyperscreen. It was kind of a wow factor. So it's, it's, it's a, a 56-inch curved OLED screen that is going to replicate your dashboard. And it's going to have digital, digital instrument clusters, a touchscreen on the center console, high-tech display that can show movies to the front seat passenger. That's safe. And the panel curls around the air vents to maximize screen capacity. That's neat. And I think it is time. Because as I, for one, is a guy who actually reviews cars and trucks on a very regular basis, probably for the last 12 years or so, Something is just not right with all cars not really coming into the 21st century with their screens. The best truck, the best screen out there, without a doubt, hands down, is the, listen, I know Tesla, we'll get that out of there because it's neat. It's got like an iPad-like device right there as a screen. I will give a shout out to Volvo. The XC90 has a phenomenal screen. But the Ram 1500, you get the 12-inch touchscreen, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Uconnect Entertainment, it's phenomenal. I know Ford's coming out with a 12-inch in their truck, too. But I was in a Cadillac. I knew the the, uh, the new Cadillac uh, luxury SUV. It was the Escalade, the brand-new one about a month and a half ago. That had a, almost a wraparound LED screen. It had artificial intelligence. It actually, on the screen itself, was giving me arrows right in f underneath the steering wheel of where to turn left or where to turn right. Much easier to read than, than screens over there. So good for Mercedes is coming out with this. This is the next thing that's coming on cars. They need to have new displays. There's no reason we need to be looking at a four inch or five inch or a small eight inch display. If you've got, if you've got the, the real estate up there and these things do make it easier and safer to utilize the, the feedback of what's on the road. Yeah, yay for Mercedes Benz. So I do like that. And hey, one hour's in the books. Coming up next hour, a little bit more talk and more of your phone calls if we get a little fix that uh, uh, issue. Uh, I'm gonna tell you how to remember your Bitcoin password. If you have not heard of this story, it is classic. High Tech Texan Show continues. Wanna be your superhero, even if I tumble fall. I 
Michael Garfield is your high-tech Texan, helping you make magic with your gadgets for over two decades. Now, the high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. Halfway to happy hour, my friends. Halfway, how are you? That means uh, one hour down and one hour to go in the book. Sounded good on this end. Halfway to happy hour. Listen, man, if it's happy hour, you know you're going to pop some Buffalo Brew. Buffalo Bayou Brewing, man. What a great way to start the new year. I know people like Greg, myself, may have a little dry January. It's all good. But uh, if not, great, unbelievable craft brew right here based in Houston. If you haven't been to their brewery on the edge of downtown, one of the neatest places. If you have friends in town, mask up. They're doing a great job of really separating people you know, for the pandemic. But uh, the view of downtown Houston is spectacular. So many flavors right on tap. 70 of them plus. But you don't want to get down there? Mask up, go to your grocery store, go to the beer section, unless it's Sunday before noon, and then grab some of your favorite flavors, and definitely take a look at their new seltzer, their new Summer Street Seltzer, the hibiscus lime, oh, forget about it, 5.5% alcohol, it's a great way to slowly get back into the alcohol scene if you're doing a dry January, so we do appreciate their partnership, and also drink local, and that's actually uh, how we do it at that point. Uh, we're going to try attempt the, uh, to see if the phones are working this time. The phone number here is uh, 713-212-5950. That's how you're going to get to me. I don't know if Doc's there. Doc's can hear me. But, can you um, hear me, sir? We, uh, we're more than happy to have some people uh, call in and uh, give me your thoughts on what you think or what you hear from uh, CES uh, or uh, what your thoughts on uh, WandaVision was last night. <laughs> we're trying to fix the phone so I could get some, uh, some thoughts in. Not a fan of WandaVision. Um, can't hear Docs. That's okay. Can you hear me? Can actually get, get on it. But uh, Mike Brooks from Chicago. Mike Brooks, thank you very much. Apparently, you watched Wandavision last night and you understood what they were trying to do, and you were entertained. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm just overthinking it. I mean, I kind of overthink it because I, that my job. I'm a radio, television, film guy. I studied it. It's all I ever wanted to do. I, the classic 1960s and the 1970s sitcoms from Dick Van Dyke, The Bewitch, which WandaVision was trying to pull off last night. I, understand, I just don't know where they were going with this. And I just don't know how anybody under 50 years old could, could have the attention span of watching this for 30 minutes. It was just very dry. You got Wanda, man. She was, she, she, they're having a dinner party. And all of a sudden things go haywire. Oh, Rob. Or what, what, what did Samantha do on Bewitched? She twitched, she wiggled her nose, and all of a sudden, pop, she had an entire 18-course meal on the table. Can't Wanda do that? Doesn't she time shift to make things float? Can't she just, like, wave her hand and all of a sudden have a turkey dinner with, with pie for, for dessert, man? <laughs> I have no clue what's going on. Oh, so anyway, you're, I don't know. It's just the first two episodes, maybe. I don't know. Just me. Feel free to watch Disney Plus, but uh, that's what we got going. Spent the first uh, hour mostly going on um, CES. CES was virtual this uh, past this past week, and it, it just it was crap. I'm sorry. It, it is so tough to do things virtually than actually being in Las Vegas. Overall, it was a waste of time. It, at least for me, it was a waste of time. I, I mean, it was it was tough to navigate this the CES website from the media section and. You know, instead of 4,500 companies presenting normally in Vegas face-to-face, -face, there was 2,000 companies. And even, you know, 2,000 companies, 
navigating and finding them online is, is very tough to find. 20 companies online is even very tough to find. Uh, yeah, John Deere, as I said, they won the entire CES with the way that they uh, sent the media a pair of uh, Oculus uh, VR, virtual reality goggles, uh, to actually p- put them on and pretend that we are sitting in a, a cab of a, a John Deere tractor of how GPS works. Uh, really, really inventive. And the fact is they got 45 solid minutes of my undivided attention, something that no company probably would ever get if I was on the show floor. If every company, here's the way to fix it. Maybe it's for all expos and for all conventions. If every, if CES would just send out the media, a pair of these Oculus VRs, okay, here, they're yours to keep. And then every company took 10 minutes and say, okay, put the goggles on and we're going to walk through the product. It was great. John Deere, home run. That's the future of what's out there. Uh, a lot of products that were released that were touch-free. And so now you get your hands dirty for the pandemic. Kohler and Moen. You know, they make faucets and uh, toilets. A touch-free toilet. Okay, for your home. Every year, Kohler has a huge, in Toto, Toto got diddly. You know Toto, they make toilets too. Don't laugh, they have a very large presence. They spend a, a ton of money um, having big, big booths on the CES show floor because they're smart homes. And I've seen, you know, TVs built inside of mirrors, and I've seen, you know, showers that actually fog up along with playing tunes that are built into the faucet coming out. I've seen a lot of toilets that, you know, have the built-in remote controls. I'm not kidding you. It's a toilet with a remote control. It's got a bidet. It heats up the thing. Now there's touchless because we don't want to touch things. That's right. You wave your hand over the little toilet flushery type of thing. A little blue light comes on and automatically flushes. I get it. I like it. Relatively affordable. To, I don't know. How much are toilets? I've never, I've never bought a toilet, especially. Maybe a toilet seat. This is, I think, $300 to $600 for a touchless toilet. I think it's neat. I think it's, you know, something kind of interesting. I think it's a conversation piece in your um, entryway when you come into somebody's home. Hey, Garth, can I go to the bathroom? I want to try your touchless toilet. Absolutely. And then feel free just to exit my house and never come back. Don't ask to use my bathroom, man. Just do it. Uh, so those are out there, too. Uh, touchless faucets. You know, it's tough to find any public restroom, a really nice public restroom, and, and not see a, a faucet where you just wave your hands underneath and they sense it and then the water comes on for 20 or 30 seconds. But now they're in your home too. They've been out for a while, uh, but they're getting more affordable. There's some for the kitchen. There's some for your, uh, your, 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 your bathroom sinks and wherever else around your house. So that's out there too. So those are the neat things I saw. And then we've got the phones. Normally you don't see a lot of new phones at CES. Certainly, Apple never plays a role in CBS and CES, and Apple phones always are introduced maybe in October, November of every year. So we didn't hear anything about the iPhone 13 or 28, whatever it is. And normally, Samsung doesn't release a lot of new phones. They do it on their own terms maybe in February or March. Not this time. CES. Samsung came on strong. They weren't officially part of CES, but they were all over it with some guerrilla marketing. They came out with one, two, three, four brand new phones, one of which, okay, it's just 1200 bucks, but I'll tell you if you need it. And they also came out with some really interesting brand new little earbuds. I know, everybody's got little tiny earbuds. These, these do something a little different. If you hang on, I'll tell you what that does. We're going to try to get your phone calls. If not, just be quiet and kick back and listen to me. It is the High Tech Texan Show. The High Tech Texan Show continues, continues on KPRC 950. Here's Michael Garfield. 
Saturday afternoon. On a western bay and it serves a hundred ships a day. Gotta see if we can get a little uh, rum or gin in the mix. Anybody know where I get some of that? Michael Garfield, it is the uh, High Tech Texan show, 20 years, celebrating 20 years, so uh, drink them if you got it, celebrating and actually going over the uh, CES show, the Consumer Electronics Show, which I didn't think was great, but I'll still talk about some of the things that I saw and laughed at. Uh, before we do that, one of the things that is not laughable is probably one of my best products of the year was last year, it, uh, the Fire Disc. And we fired it up last night. This is the outdoor propane cooker that everyone really needs to have. FireDiscCookers.com. It probably would take the best of CES show. And I, don't, and I know those guys, uh, Hunter and Griff Jaggard, Houston-based guys who were brilliant when they created this years ago. And I know they go to a lot of outdoor trade shows. I need to get them to CES because people will freak out. This is portable. It is so simple to use. I cannot wait till we go back tailgating because I'm blowing this thing up in the back of my trunk and uh, we are just, you know, grilling and going. But right now it is on my uh, backyard backyard patio. Walked out, uh, made some chicken, uh, grilled chicken. What was it? Over under was about eight, nine minutes before we got it. Heats up to 600 degrees in the middle and then 400 degrees and then 200 degrees depending when you... It's kind of a concentric wok looking device, uh, but uh, it is... So versatile and so unique. Uh, they got a great store, La Sentera out in Katy. Walk in so you can see everything, a ton of accessories. Or you can do right online, firediscookers.com. And you can use my last name, Garfield. Promo code It's going to get you $50 off and free shipping. I'm not kidding you. If you order this thing right now on a Saturday, it could show up Monday morning, certainly by Tuesday here, at least in the Houston area. Just just very versatile. So uh, there is uh, it's one, probably one of my favorite products of the uh, of the year. So if you have something like that to say, uh, go ahead and let me know. We're going to try this one more time because I think I hear somebody as we uh, continue to talk about, I, I don't know how I got on the WandaVision, but it continues. Mr. Greg Dacus, always from the Fort Bend of Paris County. How are you, sir? You said the Fort Bend of Paris County. It's the Paris of Fort Bend It's the Paris Bend of County. Fort Bend County. Listen, this, you know what? This, is, this brings me, you know what? Um, this brings me to my point, but before I do that, I want to apologize because you were having such a great show, and then I call in, and the whole thing goes to crap. <laughs> my bad. I blame. I'm so sorry to all the listeners. Greg, I, I've known you for, what, 15 years, and everything that goes bad can go bad when you call in. But he is calling live from the Paris of Fort Bend County, which is Missouri City. You're a big Marvel and a MCU fan. You watched Ooh. WandaVision last night, and you are totally, totally Ooh. against my thoughts. Why did you love it so much? What was, what was the thing? Okay, so here's the thing, I, and, and this is kind of my point, and this is like when you kind of reverse the whole Fort Bend Paris thing here. I think dry <laughs> January is melting your brain, dude. This, this, <laughs> this experiment has failed. In, in, in the sake of medicine and science, dude, we need to fall off the wagon tonight. It needs to happen. <laughs> we did, I should have. The only way, the only, Docs, the only way I would have enjoyed WandaVision is if I was schnoggered last night. Maybe you're right. That is what was my problem. So here's the thing, and I'll be honest. I was, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little surprised that you weren't really into it because you like all things trivia, and this was. And, and I don't want to say nostalgic. It was nostalgic. But you're not a nostalgic guy, but you're a trivia guy. You like, did you know? And and you were the first yep. one to know the middle names of characters. That's sort of thing. But so I was a little surprised you didn't like it because I'm gonna say for the record, I loved it. I absolutely wow. loved it. I think that they did such a good job of channeling the Dick Van Dyke show and I Love Lucy and Bewitch. The, the, we've seen things like this in the past. And it's just kind of lazy and sort of like, you know, tongue-in-cheek. They really went all out. And, and, I, and I put this on Facebook earlier today. 
they reminded us why it's called a sitcom. It's situational comedy. Situational comedy. Don't think yeah. too much about it. It's funny in the moment. There's no learning lesson, and there's not going to be any follow-up. It's just situational comedy, and they nailed it. Now, I know that's not what MCU is known for and what we expect, Correct. but I think it's, it's a nice setup to what's coming next. And had, had they done it cheap, cheaply or cheesily, it would have bothered me. But I think we saw good acting range from both actors that we haven't seen before because it's not easy to go into those characters. And every now and then you'd see like that little blip of, oh, wait, something's wrong. And they pulled it off. I think it was, I mean, and I, I, just, uh, I, I just think it was done really, really well. And I can't wait to see the next episode. Okay, here's I absolutely appreciate it. I hear two sides of the things. I am a TV nostalgist. I really, really am. I am over 50, and you're barely over 52. So we do remember the Dick Van Dykes, the I Love Lucy's, the Bewitch. Totally sitcoms. Sitcoms today are definitely not what sitcoms were back in the 1960s. Everything was clean. Mm -hmm. It was shot on three cameras, and there was a live studio audience. And everything was neatly wrapped up within 30 minutes. There was an issue whether Laura Petrie couldn't make dinner because Rob unexpectedly brought some guests home. And oh, Rob! And it was just all crying. And the last, <laughs> everybody's happy. And it went on from 1961 through 1966, winning 15 Emmy Awards. That's just Dick Van Dyke. I'm not even getting to, to bewitch. But, Docs, that was the 60s and 70s when you and I were little kids. Look at what's happening today in 2021. You've got Matthew. You've got a young kid also. His attention span is worse than mine, all right? It's 10 seconds. I don't know if he watched <laughs> it, but you need color, lights, Smash them, bash them. You need Thanos. You need flying things. And here is, you know, your son, who is relatively young, and he's trying to watch. I don't understand what's happening. Why isn't black and white? There's nothing really funny about this thing because he knows Wanda and he knows Vision. It was totally juxtaposed. And I guess that's maybe what Marvel was trying to do, to juxtapose it and create an entire line of where they're going. But it was just really, really boring and dry for me. And that, that's as simple as, as I can put it. I think I, I will say this. I think you're underestimating some of the youth. I mean, maybe not, you know, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the young teen age, but in, you know, people in their twenties and and thirties. I think you might be underestimating their knowledge of those shows, and I think they get the joke. I think they they get the references. Um, and honestly, I have not seen a negative review yet. Uh, you know, you're right. I actually looked at, at the surface this morning, and nine, yeah, ninety, you have second mind, ninety-seven percent Rotten Tomatoes, which is a phenomenal score. I think people get it, but again, I think the people rating it are MCU freaks. And for an MC, just like there's Apple fanboys, you are a Marvel fanboy, with all due respect, and you're a Disney fanboy on steroids, and you will admit that too. If, if, I, if I Vision and what? Yeah. Oh, but if Vision and Wanda, if they did a 30-minute amount of Vision and Wanda sitting in a swimming pool, not saying a word for 30 minutes, you'd probably give it an A- minus at least. But, you know, it's just because you love the characters and you love Disney. <laughs> I'm looking at it rationally. I'm looking at it rationally from an actual TV show. Did it hold my attention? I understood it because they recreated the Dick Van Dyke sect almost perfecto. I love that. Yeah. I thought it was neat. I thought yeah. the opening was cute the way they did it. You know, it's like, la, 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 here's the setup. But at the end of the day, it's, I don't know if it was the acting. I never even understood what Vision does in the first place. I don't know if he's a robot, a real person. I don't want to get into that. Don't, I don't know. It I, was I, just very drunk. I, th I, thought, I thought drunk Vision was, was, was that, that's, Emmy, <laughs> that's Emmy Awards right there, dude. I'm not kidding. I thought he was so great. With and it was cute. The whole, gu you know, the, the gun, swallowing the gum. I hope I don't get you. These are spoiler words, people. Spoiler words. Uh, yeah, the animation. The gum and it literally, literally gumming up his works. I thought that, that's just genius. I mean, it, 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 he, he, and, and drunk, drunk vision. I want to see more drunk vision. That was awesome. 
The only thing I could say, and I will give it this, the only clues is I understand th there's something going on we do not understand. I, and without giving too many spoilers, but screw it, it's my show. At the very end of each of the episodes, there was, you know, the voice coming out of the radio, somebody coming out of the manhole. There was some color with the, to with, with the toy helicopter, with the sword logo. It had the Stark thing. Yep. It had the, uh, I got it. There's, there's something. Maybe by episode five or six or seven, there's a whole underlying thing. But it, it, just, it just, for the first two episodes, you want, in a pilot, and this was a pilot, but for kids out there, a pilot is the very first episode of something that really needs to capture your attention. I just don't know if this is going to capture people's attention. And there you have it. Drop the mic, but you keep yours up there, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm picking your mic back up. All right, so listen, here's the plan. <laughs> okay, dry we got 30 January, seconds. Keep going. Okay. Dry January, total failure. Tonight, fire, <laughs> booze, bags. Let's do it, man. Come on. You know where I live, baby. Bring it. <laughs> Talk to you soon, baby. Take care. Greg Docks, if you need him. He's the high-proof Texan. Thoughts? Man, I haven't gotten in a good debate in years. Phone calls, phone lines are open because it works right now. Thank you to Boss Troop, our chief engineer. 713-212-5950. There, we'll pick you up and we'll put you on. What else you want to talk about? Now? You don't want, it, you want, to, you don't want a high-tech tech, uh, high -tech toilet? Maybe not. Flying vehicles. And guess what, people, for you Apple fanboys? Apple has a prototype of something that could come out this year. I'll tell you what that is. Introducing Peacock, the new free streaming service from NBC Universal. It's hit movies, current shows, live sports, trending bits, and timeless hits. And that's why you can't not watch. Peacock, watch for free, upgrade for more. Stream now at PeacockTV.com. Law & Order SVU streaming now. You've got the high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. The high-tech Texan. On KPRC 950. And Julian, listening on iHeartRadio, they are in their palatial Galleria penthouse right now. Um, I think they're listening through uh, Alexa. I'm actually not sure, so I do thank you for that. Offer you one more, uh, one more time, Jeffrey Stern. Jeffrey always loves my uh, bump music, um, personally curated by myself. And if it's from the late '70s or all '80s, uh, you know definitely it's uh, curated by myself. Phone number here, uh, 30 minutes. Love to talk to you about uh, the products that you saw or deciding on from CES. It's 713-212-5950. Saw a lot of earphones. A lot of headphones were released. And a lot of these Bluetooth speakers, still, nothing can compare to the Bluetooth speaker of the year, which probably is certainly going to run into 2021, Turtle Box Audio. 
This is a massive, I don't want to say massive to scare you around. It's absolutely portable, but it is loud. Enough of this. Oh, I just want to hear some headphones. You're outside, you're hunting, you're swimming, you're cooking. You need a little uh, a party without having a lot of people around, thanks to COVID. You need TurtleBox Audio. It's TurtleBoxAudio.com. It is a Houston-based company, and that's exactly really why. I don't love it. That's not my number one reason. I love it because it is. It's unbelievable, almost indestructible, waterproof, floats if it falls in the water, loud Bluetooth speaker. Again, it's also from a Houston-based company. Go to TurtleBoxAudio.com. They're getting ready to come out with their second version of it. It's going to have a bigger, longer battery. I can't wait for that one. Uh, promo code for you. It's Garfield, my last name. You're going to save $30 on the thing. And so uh, that actually is one of my best of CES, even though they weren't uh, actually at CES. But then again, none of us were actually at CES. So um, continue to go through some of these uh, other stuff. I want to talk about the Bitcoin password here in just a few minutes, but I didn't tease that yet. This is, that, this is the story. It, this is a story, man. Bitcoin, I'm not a Bitcoin buyer, but it teaches you to, to save your passwords. I'm going to save this for the next segment. Uh, I did tease uh, some of the new things that are coming out, including a, an Apple fanboy. If you're an Apple person, ooh, something to salivate over. Apple has reportedly already begun developing, wait for it, a foldable phone. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? A foldable iPhone. Who would have thought? Oh my, it just, you talk about out of the blue. Where do they come up with these things? Well, we can start with Samsung. That's released not one, but two foldable phones last year. Yeah, let's start there. Apple has a patent for a foldable phone. The patent first appeared about a year ago. No plans yet. It's already going to compete with the Galaxy Flip from Samsung, the Galaxy Fold from Samsung, the Motorola Razr, the Huawei Mate XS. Come on, man. Google filed a patent in 2018. Follow the leader. I'm sure it's going to... Listen, all seriousness, it's going to look great. It's going to change your life. They're going to sell millions of them. But welcome to the potty, pal. Old news. All right, that's enough of Apple Talk, this uh, radio show. 713-212-5950. Let's talk about uh, Samsung. Normally, Samsung does not release phones during CES. They wait till early February. They have their own event in New York called Samsung Unpacked. But they did it concurrently with CES. And they released not one, not two, not three, but four. Brand new phones. Do, um, I haven't played with them yet. As a Samsung fan I am, I did get to be... Oh, remember last week I told you I was in a super secret video conference that they had to send me a specific link and it was a video presentation with my name superimposed on the screen. So if I actually had a screenshot or released the information before the embargo lifted, they could trace it back to me and I think they probably would hang me. Yeah, that was what I... That was what I was talking about. So there's the secret. I was learning about the Samsung Galaxy S21 and the S21 Plus and the S21 Ultra and everything else they released. 
Uh, I have an S20 plus 5G right now. It's, you know, 6.4 inch, nice, beautiful screen. I love what it does. It's great. So now this is S21 and S21 plus and the Ultra 2. Uh, all new iconic contour cut camera. This one is all about the camera. That's the upgrade here. And if you look at the S21 Ultra, $1,200, my friends, it's got not one, not two, not three, four cameras, two of which are macro lenses. Wow. 108 megapixels, pro sensors. But I think what they're going for is a Steven Spielbergish type of thing. It has something called director's view, and it helps you decide the best shot for the moment. And it's got a vlogger, V-L-O-G-G-R, a vlogger view, and it lets you capture video with both the front and the rear-facing cameras to make sure you don't miss a minute of the action or your reaction. See what I did there? 8K video shot at 60 frames per second. 120 hertz refresh rate. Just trust me, it is fast. It's like a television. It's big. $1,200. Do you want it? Do you need it? What percentage of you buys a phone for the camera? And, and I'm going to go back again. Let's break this down. Why are they called smartphones when I think the phone is one of the least used aspect of a phone? I'm not kidding you. I think cameras and the texting feature and a lot of the apps are used probably pound for pound more than the actual phone. Let's come up. Anybody got an idea for another name for the device? 713-212-5950. Smart gadget, smart camera, an all-in-one. Um, how about a third arm? <laughs> At least for me, I, I hardly go anywhere without my smartphone. The other thing that uh, Samsung released is a new pair of earbuds. I know all you Apple honks with your little AirPods and 250 whatever dollars that because you've got these little white little drippy things coming out of your ears. Uh, Samsung and many, so many other companies, they've got these little true wireless. They're totally true. There's nothing. There's a little bud that you put in your left ear. There's one you put in your right ear and they're very small. Some of them you can't see. They don't have the little stem like the Apple, you know, the AirPods hanging out of your ear. Samsung has had several over the years, but they just came out with a brand new Samsung Galaxy Buds Pro. And this is also what I learned on the super secret um, phone call that I actually was on or actually video call, but they actually sent me a pair and I have a pair right here, $199 retail. They are a little different from the version that was released a year ago, which looked like beans, shiny beans in your ear, but these are little tiny dots that go in your ear. There's no stems that hang down, but they have ANC, which is active noise canceling. All right. Which is active and this active noise canceling. To me, true active noise canceling, which cancels out, allegedly, a lot of the background noise. And so you can't hear dogs barking or kids screaming when you're on a Zoom call or whatever. If uh, you're sitting outside, you know, you don't have to hear, you know, honks and ambulance, you know, you know, chasing, which is not the safest thing, by the way. But the active noise canceling works very, very well here for earbuds. Generally, you have to have earphones, the big things that cover your ear, because that really can quiet the noise. These did a really, really nice job, the Galaxy Buds Pro. They sync up to an app on your um, on your Android phone, and I have a Samsung phone, so it works well for me, and there's different levels of active noise canceling. There's, okay, I kind of want to hear something in the background, or I am so sick of hearing my wife or my husband yell at me, I'm just turning the whole thing off, and they work very, very well. 
it turns into it has a microphone built in so when a phone rings you just touch touch the left ear touch the right ear whatever gestures that you want and it comes on and it sounds good it's got really good bass and those are on sale in about a week from right now those are 199 dollars earbuds ear pods very good i told you i like the turtle box audio for the actual big boom box type of bluetooth speaker but uh you will maybe want to take a look at these samsung earbuds that just released and so congrats i think uh, they did a really nice job samsung of getting a lot of the media uh kind of focused on them all right when we come back i'm going to tell you about the bitcoin password story if you haven't heard it this is a must hear and this is going to teach you to i don't care hook or by crook you better not lose your password because it could be worth 220 million dollars oh by the way did anybody win the mega millions last night Dale, can you do some research it was like 750 million i, I it wasn't me because i didn't buy one but even if I did win, I'd be right here. 20 straight years, I ain't going anywhere, unless my bosses tell me to. I don't know. I didn't want to put that in the uh, atmosphere. Flying vehicles and Bitcoin passwords. Up next, the vital segment of the High Tech Texan Show. Michael Garfield is the High Tech Texan, helping you with all your high tech needs on KPRC 950. that's going to carry you through the rest of the day a little stomp for you love my music and thank you for all the nice comments hey garf you should be a program director with all that hip-hop happening music no who would want to do that <laughs> love to mark sherman and brian erickson and justin king all the people who actually do that stuff i'm just a little lowly show host who uh, still lives in the 80s Final eight or nine minutes of the uh, the HTT show. This portion, once again, brought to you by Pasadena Insurance Agency. Thanks again to Frank Karkowski. He called in last hour because we were talking about some CES, well, very expensive products, you know, from televisions to uh, all the smart home security. And we were talking about what can be insured. I learned a lot of things, and I really hope you did too, about the uh, the number of, uh, of different you know, kind of insurance policies or riders that you could get. And, you know, that really includes, you know, if somebody is hacking into your home, um, cyber bullying even. Um, certainly they do auto and condo and flood and homeowners and, and personal valuables. It goes on and on. They are at uh, PASINS, Pasadena Insurance, but PASINS.com. Feel free to call them. Frank said, hey, they're, they're there for you, at least to give you some quotes. And when I say competitive, man, I have, when I've, I've used them, I can't tell you how long I've done it, but every single person I refer to, they, the insurance has always beaten every other quote out there. They are great. 
869-6991 if you want to hear my conversation with Frank Karkowski, the uh, the principal uh, at uh, Pasadena Insurance Agency uh, podcast, the show um, on iHeartRadio. And Daryl will have that up in about an hour or two. Um, a lot of people uh, just don't get the time here to listen to me live. And second best thing is, oh, right after the show. Look at Daryl. Give my boy a raise here. 2021. Can you get it up in three minutes? Can you get it up by 103? It'll be. It'll, uh, 102. 102. I'm going to start contesting, by the way. Speaking of contest, I see Todd Fuller listening right now. Hello, Todd's in Orlando. Do not tell me this show is not worldwide or nationwide. Todd's in Orlando right now. Todd is the man who's going to take my high-tech Texan brand to the moon in 2021. And he wants me to remind you to follow me on Instagram at GoGarfGo and also Twitter at HighTechTexan. And absolutely take a look at my website, which will be updated this year, HighTechTexan.com. Uh, I will be uh, updating and reviewing a lot of the CES products. And by the way, the only way you can win, got a big contest coming up we're going to do for the big game next month. Stand by. We're going to be uh, giving away a number of different really cool products. But you have to follow me, man. Have to follow. At GoGarfGo on Instagram, at uh, HighTechTexan on uh, Twitter. All right, I think I hit uh, all I was, I was supposed to hit. I got to tell you about this Bitcoin story. I talk about passwords. This is the 20th anniversary of of the high-tech techs. And I started on TV. It was on channel two here in the mornings. And one of the first things I talked about is passwords, how important passwords are. Number one, don't use the word password as your password. Number two, don't use one, two, three, four, five, six as your password. You can throw in a seven to really trick people, but that's okay. You want to, don't lose it. There's a story floating around. You may have heard it. It is just classic. Bitcoin. Bitcoin was which I still even can't fully explain in an analogy that you'll understand, but it's a whole cryptocurrency. The stock has soared. Bit Bitcoin owners are getting rich because the cryptocurrency is continuing to soar. But the thing is, though, there's these things called the digital wallets that you have to tap in and use and trade and cash out your Bitcoin. And they're password protected. All right? They're called, it, it's an iron key. Iron key. And it gives users 10 guesses before it seizes up and encrypts its contents forever. There's a dude, he lives in San Francisco, who has about $220 million worth of Bitcoin right now. My man forgot his password. He wrote it down and lost the paper. He has tried eight different password configurations right now at last count, and he's got two more guesses <laughs> before it locks up, and he will lose $220 million. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Apparently, there's about 18.5 million Bitcoin out there, $140 billion worth. And they're right now, they are about 20% of them are stranded or locked in wallets that people can't figure out. I think there's a company, a business that helps people find lost digital keys. This is the company to be in because I'm charging a percentage. If I can help my man tap in and remember his password, give me 2% of the 220 mil. That's one. Can you imagine? Here's the idea. I got an idea. Make this a TV reality show. I am not, you know, 
Geraldo Rivera could kiss my you-know-what. I don't care who's in the lost vaults of Al Capone. You put this dude on live TV as we watch him guess his final two passwords. Whether he gets $220 million or he loses it all, Alex. Oh, my goodness. Folks, do what I do. Write your passwords down. Get a password keeper. Put it in your safe deposit box. And I'm not talking, oh, here's my Netflix password. My boy's got 220 mil sitting in Bitcoin and he can't figure out his password. Absolute classic. I will update you on this. This is the lotto. By the way, did anybody, did we figure out if anybody won the Mega Millions? Because if not, I got to go to the, uh, the store after this. That was too cool. Uh, final thoughts on CES. Scrap. Not worth it. Waste of time. Overall, there's some neat stuff. I don't know. I can only determine things based on what I, but I touched that I feel that I use. Rarely did it other than the Samsung brand new Buds Pro that they sent me um, and a real cool virtual reality John Deere experiment that won CES for me, but I'm not going to go buy a $600,000 tractor. Next year, not in Jerusalem, but next year in Vegas. That's my motto right now. I am going to list everything on hightechtexan.com, try to do some videos, talk about it, and you can follow too. But I will tell you what right now, my friends, if you don't follow, you don't win. I want to see numbers go up because this is a big 2021. As we celebrate 20 years, 20 years of High Tech Texan, got a new logo. We'll put that up, and I do thank you. And I could not do it without my great partners, and that includes FireDisc, FireDiscCookers.com. Use that Garfield promo code, 50 bucks off and free shipping. That is the way you're going to continue how to cook outside. Can't wait to use it portably because it's a phenomenal piece of machine. TurtleboxAudio.com. Again, Garfield promo code. A loud, phenomenal, great Bluetooth speaker. That's going to save you 30 bucks with my last name. I already told you about Pasadena Insurance Agency. Go to PASINS.com. At least it's New Year. Get your insurance in order and have one of the guys just give you a quote. Buffalo Bayou Brewing. It is happy hour right now. Texas Gun Club and everybody who keeps us on the air. Hey, Daryl. Good job, my man. Bob Stroop, chief engineer. Cannot thank him enough. I know I won't be watching WandaVision, but go have some fun watching four massive NFL football games this weekend. On behalf of everybody who's been a part of this one, my name is Michael Garfield. It's the High Tech Texan Show. Right now, bundle up, people, because my show, it's over. It's been really stressful lately, so I decided to talk to an MD Live therapist. The great relationship we've developed and evening and weekend appointments from my home made it the best option for me. MD Live, the help you need that fits your life.